Hi, Jen. Hi. Me and Jenny went to uni together. I did graphics and Jenny did illustration. And I want to talk to you, Jenny, about your journey as illustrator, because I think it's been quite a bumpy, hasn't it? Yeah, and interesting and especially like after uni so could you maybe start with your background as an illustrator after university how did you deal with it after coming mm-hmm. out basically yeah sure um so I left uni had no idea what I was doing sort of thought we did the new blood down here in London before I moved here and uh sort of nothing came of that you get your hopes up you sort of you get it, you sort of always feel like, oh, someone's gonna like discover my work and then I'm gonna be famous and fine. <laughs> um, but also have massive imposter syndrome at the same time, you sort of want to big yourself up, but also you're like, but it's all a lie. And, yeah. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I moved home for a year because I had absolutely no money. But then all of the graphics crew were in London and I thought, yeah. hey, I managed to get an agent. So I managed to get my work in Computer Arts Magazine um, as like one of the, you know, sort of like, look at these portfolios. No, um, I didn't know that. Ah, it was cool. It was um, one of our tutors, you know, Dwayne. Yeah. Um, he had a contact and he was doing some work with them and she gave us some feedback on our work. And then I think because she, I think she gave advice to everybody but then to me she basically was like yeah you're good and I was feeling a bit ballsy I can't believe I did this and now I'd be like ashamed to do it a bit I think but I sort of said boy if you think I'm good to go do you want to give me a commission and do you want to feature my work but she did so she gave me like a little just like a tiny editorial that I'm still really proud of actually because I'm like oh terrified me you did this little editorial woo and I was brave woohoo yeah they did me a feature and looking back at the feature now I'm like the work was so bad I'm I'm shocked like anything came out of it but somebody who was an agent at Illustration Limited who I think is like relatively big she like liked my work and put me forward to Illustration Limited to be part of the agency but they decided I was too similar to somebody else or something I mean I wouldn't at that time stage I wouldn't have picked me but maybe that's imposter syndrome I guess somebody who was leaving that agency and setting up her own agency she decided to take me on mm-hmm. so I to an agent and then I sort of was like nipping up to see her and I was doing oh my god I was doing a bit of surface I'm just remembering I was doing a bit of surface design stuff for this company mm-hmm. called Simon Joe I don't know if they're around anymore yeah. sort of not quite the right thing but I was like grabbing anything I could get of um, I mean naturally you know you leave in uni did a few tests for a few books like a I was like a book it was like a kids yoga book or something I don't know like some cookery book but nothing really came of it but yeah the agent was like if you want to make it work you kind of have to move to London and I had friends here like you know like our, our group was here so I did the thing that I said I would never do and I moved to London as a trial for six months uh-huh. now being about eight years yeah <laughs> got a job in a shop got a job as a nanny got a really tiny shitty cheap room I think I had at that point I then got even bigger imposter syndrome oh really yeah like I think it had been a year since I left uni nothing was really happening I kept doing little tests for things Mm. I think what was happening was every time I sort of was believing myself when I left uni I think and then when sort of the the jobs that I got were essentially people being like oh we like work that's sort of similar to yours or we know you um through somebody else yeah um, we want you to copy somebody else's work a little bit um or it like it was like oh like oh we like this can you do a version of it that's cheaper and because Mm -hmm. I was so desperate you know I had two jobs and I was just about making my shitty rent like I just took anything Mm. And so it gave me a shit portfolio and it also really ate away at my belief in myself because all I was getting were jobs who people wanted me cheap and people that wanted me to rip people off again and wanting stuff cheap. Yeah. So it was just sort of like, oh, well, this is, I mean, hindsight, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I sort of, I lost, I lost a lot of love for it. Sort of given up on illustration completely. What I found really interesting is that 
You are one of my favorite illustrators in uni. I remember when I got in touch with you many, many years ago about Coast Story yeah. and working yeah. on it. And uh, you were saying, oh, yeah, well, I don't do illustration anymore, but I'll give it a blast. And we're like, what? You don't do illustration? Are you kidding me? Like, one of the most talented people, and you're not doing illustration like that. That's a bit strange. Nice to see how did you get back to illustration because you're doing illustration now again. And you've been back in for a couple of years now. Yeah, it's been a journey. And I, when I started back into it, I didn't mean to start back into it. No. But maybe I'll explain that in a minute. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I sort of like really lost. I was like, I don't really want to do freelance anymore. I'm sort of feeling very lost and a bit sad, really. And, um, you know, had a couple of shitty jobs and our friends that were in graphics were sort of doing really well and starting to get, mm. you know, like get, you know, pay rises and move up the ladder. And I was just still there sort of trying to make it work and sort of working yeah. my shitty jobs. Yeah, so it really, it really broke my love of it. And then I applied to this company uh, called Tukenbox. Yeah. Who? So a friend for it was a. Fr- I wasn't even looking. I sort of was just feeling lost and not really knowing what I was doing. And then a friend that I went to art college with, because originally I trained as a nursery teacher before I did. So my background is with kids before it was with art. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, so she knew my sort of background from foundation mm-hmm. and she said um you have to work for this company she was looking for an animation job she happened to see the job and it was they were looking for an illustrator I followed the tutor's advice which was very useful which was to like you know sort of go all song and dance and do what you can to stand out so I like bought their product which is like a craft kit box educational mm-hmm. thing and I remade part of it because that was like a mini part of it within a bigger kit into it was like a grow your own illustrator um so <laughs> like so I so I thought like you know you could sort of build a little plant pot and then I got these seeds and I like drew faces on all of these like little pea seeds I made a little packet yeah that's totally um, you it was it was, it was, I mean, it's one of those things where I was just like cool I want that I'm gonna get it and just sort of like overly and then their office was in Barnes and I was in Wimbledon. So like took, took it down to, I think it was on the last day. I was like doing it in between my other jobs, like making this thing. Got an email. I think I tweeted them or something or emailed mm-hmm. or both. I emailed them. And then I got an email saying, you know, we've actually already hired somebody yeah. for that role. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. You know, like the deadline's like tomorrow, but fine. And then, I know, you know, you're like, oh man, really? I mean, they really wanted someone, so I, like, it's, I get it, I'm the right girl got it, she's now a friend. They were basically like, have you thought about doing product design? And I was like, no, because that's not my training. And they were like, well, you've made a product. Mm-hmm. And so they basically took me on, almost on like an intern role, really. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, at the minute, at the beginning, it was a shitty deal because it was like, they, um, they essentially wanted me to make products for like no money. They were, they were a very small startup company at that point. Yeah. They're now like quite big, I think. But yeah, fast forward and I was like salaried there and I was working directly under the co-founder who yeah. was um, uh, the other product designer, but she wasn't there a lot. So I was making a lot like the majority of the products. And it was good and it was it was sort of, you know, I got to sort of be creative and mm-hmm. earn money, which was nice after so long like scraping by. And I think it gave me a bit of comp a bit gave me a bit of confidence and sort of being yeah. able to people take me, it was terrifying at the beginning. But when somebody I was there four years in the end, and um, I think when somebody sort of consistently takes you seriously and yeah. pays you properly for being creative you start to take yourself more seriously and you get a yeah, bit more balls in. definitely yeah so I but I think I also invest because it was such a big thing I think I invested a lot of myself in that mm-hmm. the company had I won't go into it but the company had some problems that resulted in a lot of redundancies mm. about two years ago now and um that was sort of like two years ago Christmas it really shook me up well realistically I essentially had a breakdown so I wasn't yeah no it's fine I what it's 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 one of the things where I'm glad retrospectively that it happened yeah um I sort of like I think I sort of 
invested so much of my personality in this role that I finally got and I find you know you sort of it's like when you finally yeah. get the thing that you wanted and work for you like oh, you grab onto it and then when it's taken away from you and you were so yeah. proud of that thing finally that you're like oh god like I was... how long did you work for them four years four years yeah yeah so it's not even that long really but it was just because I worked for so long to get it that yeah it was just yeah it was good I mean so so uh, I I mean I only mentioned that really because that's how I started making imaging yeah. again because that's because... what I remember I remember where we were chatting and uh, you said well I don't I don't actually work there anymore I started mm-hmm. seeing your work more your illustration I was like oh what's going on in there <laughs> so uh, and uh, it was really nice to see but I can see now where you work quite developed because when you went back to it your work was very much of lots of texture and lots of layering Mm. and Mm. it's like just I wouldn't say mess but just lots of it happening you you know it will be one of the pieces of work you will have on a wall and you will never get bored you always like find (laughs) something new in there every time you look at it and then um, we, we went to see your exhibition wasn't it? Oh, right. Three of us, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you had very simple illustrations there. The birds, the bird with the worm, and the bird with with the flower. They were really, really clean. Yeah. And uh, I was asking you when you were doing your uh, was it market last year if you're gonna put any of your work in there like that and you were saying no I'm just gonna focus on what I'm doing in that like the big messy style but then and now you're really doing more of the clean stuff yeah. so it's really nice to see especially like the ladies with the boobs and like the different <laughs> I think they're amazing you also do yeah. on you like um pets again Pets portraits and I was I, I'm not I I'm not doing that anymore no it's not only, only for like close friends but yeah how was uh, how, how was that going was it quite challenging that was um yeah I think I think the last well the whole last two years has been a process because I started making stuff like this clean stuff that you saw mm-hmm. was me basically using it as a mental health aid to be honest oh. just sort of like it was I wasn't doing it to make illness this is why I wouldn't say it's an accident because mm. I was doing it I was making imagery because I felt like I was wanted to do something I suddenly you know like got that urge again to make mm-hmm. something with my hands and it was yeah it was it was like a nice it was like a I think in, almost in the way that you know you get people doing coloring books and stuff yeah. these days like mm. which I, I quite understand but there we are but it was almost in that kind of way. I was like, I just need to make something for myself. And it was a, it was escapism, I think. And then, so when I did the open studios, all mm. of those imagery was sort of very, quite private and quite, mm. but also me sort of working things out again and mm-hmm. just about having, because originally when I started making those pieces, I, they, weren't, they weren't supposed to be commercial and they weren't supposed to be, it mm. was me trying to sort of just, play and work stuff out at the same time I think mm-hmm. um, I was also quite lost I wasn't I was sort of getting back on track and, and finding myself again and we'll find yeah. a new version of myself and a, a sort of yeah rebuilding from a rebuilding who I, who I was you know yeah yeah and then I started to get more confident because I started to get nice comments like people would you come and visit yeah. or, or I would put something on Instagram and then some, and then I sort of like started taking it more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even so our friend, Sarah Gill, she made my website and everything is like artist rather than illustration because mm-hmm. she was like, you're doing illustration again, right? And I was like, no, I'm not, not doing illustration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, I fell out of love with it. And then, yeah, so here we are. Doing an I guess I, I guess when you think about an artist, it's more like you're doing your own work and you're selling the work. Instead yes. of an illustration, is more like people coming to you for, I don't know, is a, we need the illustration for um, newspaper and things like that. I think, I think that's yeah. what I see, the two differences yeah. between them. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what yeah. would be your, like, perfect project? Mm. So 
it's I have I have in mind the sort of portfolio that I want to build in terms mm -hmm. of clients because so half the reason why I ended up thinking about I want it to be illustration rather than art was mm -hmm. because I was thinking more about you know I was starting to produce prints and stuff and I was yeah. like why am I doing this what do I want to do you know yeah what yeah why am I doing this what's the perp what's like the driving force and I realized that I don't want to be selling products like I spent yeah. four years developing product like basically mm -hmm. doing stuff at the end of the day for profit margins so you can say yeah. it's about the kids if you want but it wasn't it was for profit yeah you know, it's a company, what are you going to yeah. do? And I was like, I don't want to be spending my time churning stuff out, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm quite environmentally minded as well. And I, I did, it just didn't feel right to be sort of producing stuff to make money. So yeah, so that's sort of why I'll have to be illustration. And then I was like, well, if it's going to be illustration, mm. am I going to be happy to make stuff for clients that are basically because so much of illustration is to sell people shit they don't need it's like design my god I really want to get back into this I don't want to I don't want to put my energy into that's that's not why I'm doing this yeah. I might as well change jobs completely um like I think I don't think I'd sleep well at night if I was doing that so my goal at the minute is to focus very heavily on stuff that is it, like doing good so mm -hmm. it's like you know, it's like small businesses, environmental projects, community is a big one. Mm -hmm. So like the bench project, the reason that I really enjoyed that was because it Yeah, was... Well, people don't know what's the bench project. Can you just quickly oh, yeah. say the bench project? What is it? <laughs> uh, so the bench project was the big stone bench uh, I painted in Luton uh, with uh, Luton Council, mm -hmm. Flying Start and Talking Takes Off. And mm -hmm. it was essentially a big like language development confidence focused product mm -hmm. uh, project that was essentially it was a, a, a visual result we did these workshops with the kids and then we mm -hmm. gathered all a, of their ideas and I translated it into design and the idea being that the children can come and visit their bench so there's five benches all over Luton five illustrators and they can it's to sort of visually represent their ideas because it's kids that are quite shy and that don't really yeah. enough and they haven't got much opportunity oh, yeah. like a low income area where they're not going to get listened to and encouraged in the way that you might have in like the higher yeah. income areas around London just, just it is what it is how, how did you find that work how did I find that work yeah it was it was it was really rewarding this is the thing I want to do things that are rewarding because it's like we had the kids so the workshops were fantastic we had a really great facility to work with us. We had the kids come down to the bench. They're literally five minutes up the road from, so it's, it's really in their community. And they can, they can come and see. So it's all interpreted from their drawings, um, but very closely or from their ideas. And they just like went crazy. And that was really nice. And they're like, that's, that's that. And that's my thing. And then they start telling you this whole story. That's the whole point. It's because it's supposed mm -hmm. to like, you know, it's like a, it's when you're, you know, because these kids are three, you've got a three-year-old. If you've got like, it's almost like a picture book, but it's in the park. They can be like, that's, and especially when it's there, right? Imagine that like, it's like they've designed a picture book almost and they can go mm -hmm. and talk about it. There was like a pineapple that was someone's mum turned into a pineapple and a magic <laughs> wand and big pregnant Adonis Rex because they had massive stomach. But it's really cool because it's theirs yeah um and it it just felt really nice because it's something that they you know we made it um very graphic as well on purpose mm -hmm. so that when you've got other kids in the park mm -hmm. they're obviously facing the same like don't say issues like oh my god hurdles then it it hopefully will facilitate similar things yeah. and that it's it's something that they can they're passing with their parents and be like what's that mom I don't know let's have a look you know when you have those story cards and it's almost a picture of a castle here's a picture of a dinosaur here's a picture of an ice cream yeah. and then instantly you can make a story out of the images and because it's so random you've got like pebbles cakes you can make you can start talking you can about make it make anything like, out of it yeah, yeah yeah which is nice I'm really proud of that like I want to make so work good. Proud yeah. of. I feel a tiny bit like a middle class saviour Sort of being like, oh, I'm going to the poor area and painting a bench for the poor children. You did a workshops, didn't you, with the kids? 
that must be quite fun. Yeah, I was doing, I tried to do, so my, because um, obviously when you're, when you're doing any sort of art related freelance role, you're going to have a backup unless, I think unless it's graphics really. Yeah. Um, so my, my bread and butter job is I run workshops. So I'm also an arts facilitator on paper. Um, so it basically means that I run workshops. It's something that I started doing after the redundancy to pay the bills. I worked out what I wanted to do next and it just stuck uh, because I just like it. I have a regular gig in a community space in Sydney. We do sort of after school stuff, but it's very like ridiculously highbrow. Like we did, um, we were doing constructivism in space recently. Um, oh, interesting. With, with <laughs> it, honestly, it's really cool because they like, they they you take a theme that you're going to be like, I don't know if you're going to get this. Mm. And then you're like explaining it and teaching it. And you can see them just like, there's something really cool about working with small like my so my group is the small group we're sort of five they're four to seven um so it's reception to year one beginning of year two Mm -hmm. and they just have this enthusiasm for art and making that is infectious it's so infectious because i started doing it i'll be honest i started doing it to pay the bills thinking i really love it and now I, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm happy to keep just ticking it over. Like, it's my bread and butter job. It's how I make sure I pay the rent and everything. And it means I can come and have my studio and I can come and mess around and yeah. paint benches. They just get so excited yeah. about things you almost forget are exciting. Mm. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know, you'll, be, you'll show them like a printmaking thing. Mm. Like, like a basic, basic printmaking technique. And they're like, it's like it's a magic trick. They're like, oh, wow, oh, wow. And they're like, they're like oh. and then you're like, you ready? And they're like, yes. But there's also like the way that they draw and the way that they like convert objects visually yeah. has really, like you said, my work is simplified. Yeah. It's, the, it's the kids. <laughs> it's like, because it's like, um, I was talking, when I put one into my proposal for the bench project, and they were like, how are you gonna deal with interpreting the kids' artwork into your artwork? And I was like, so, I was like, easy. I sort of do that every day because, like, well, not every day, but it's really informed the way that I make imagery because it's just really cool the way that they sort of abstract things and they simplify things, and you're like, that's absolutely brilliant. Why wouldn't mm. you draw it? and it just then you suddenly got this image that like conveys something perfectly in a simple way it's playful and it's like bold and graphic and it's just fun to look at like Mm -hmm. I I don't know I I find like serious art a bit dull yeah like it's sort of like like a painting of a face perfectly boring take a photo do you think the kids are the the biggest inspiration in your life at the moment or have like massive impact on your work yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, you know, like the way, you know, like I said, like I don't, I wouldn't want to stop working with the kids now in a, in a very selfish way because they, um, and one of the things I'm just like, it's like, it's, it sounds like on paper, it sounds like, oh, I just love the children. No, just suck the creative, you know, <laughs> the creative vampire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, there is just there's some there's it's I mean obviously it's rewarding when you teach someone something and that's lovely yeah um, but there's just something about their enthusiasm for creating that is just yeah infectious and, and nice and it helps keep you a he helps keep keep you sort of in reality because yeah. it's just sort of like you know they're just sort of like yeah I just drew this man that's good. And you're like, yeah, that's as simple as it is. That's as simple as it is. It's not, you don't have to worry about the details of like, like present. I mean, you do have to present yourself properly or whatever, but you, it sort of reminds you that it's all bullshit. Um, and at the end of the day, we're all just, we're all just either small people or big people, mm. like drawing and cutting stuff out. That's what I'm doing anyway. Um, <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just sort of makes you take it less seriously. 
And then I think taking it less seriously is good for me because then I get less imposter syndrome about it. Because I'm just like, well, I'm just another person making some stuff just like you small child there like why shouldn't why shouldn't I believe in my work is there any specific age group you like yeah the young ones the young they're, ones. they're, they're the ones that are, if they're too old they get a bit annoying and they get a bit teenagery oh okay. but, um, what's the young ones age between four and seven four and seven that's the group I work with Ah, uh, they can be. They mm. can be. They, they they will happily talk to you about that. I had a uh, one of them talk to me about that about how they poo in their house <laughs> on, uh, uh, this afternoon, and I was <laughs> like, you know, when you're like, you do realise you're talking to me about how you poo, um, <laughs> but because they haven't got that filter, because they haven't. I think that's it. They haven't got that filter, so they're not like anxious about their work. There's nothing like I hate people who either have a massive ego about their work or are pretentious about it they're just that's it they're just like I went for a poo earlier it was nice also I drew the pool and then you're just like yeah we're just I need to stop overthinking this we're just all people making poos and making pictures that's uh I'm sure you sure you have a similar reality right now being really yeah like being mum of two now it's like totally the same oh yeah but it's good because it means I like means I like I get that um sort of like thrown at me yeah and then I just come back and I go oh well I'm just gonna come here and make some art as well and then you know probably have a poo later as well why not um (laughs) (laughs) stop talking about poo Jenny um (laughs) but um yeah so it's good it's good it's good yeah it's, it's encouraging as well and it means that when you do put the work in with them, you realise how much it benefits them and how like just yeah. nice that feels. It's so good to see someone feel proud about what they're doing and proud about yeah. like what they're achieving. And, Have and you done any do- workshops with adults? Yeah, but I don't enjoy it as much. So I sort of try to, I t- try to avoid it. I've done bits and pieces. I've done like Milton Keynes Art Centre. Mm-hmm. did some bits there. I hate to say it. Adults that are doing art workshops are there because they want to take it very seriously and really analyse it and consider. And I'm just like, that's just like, it, it, it takes away the fun. The mm. fun of making and doing work, art workshops with kids mm. is that you're just playing and creating. And I think that's mm. why I'm doing any of this anyways. I want to play and I want to create. I don't want to be overanalyzing someone's like- You want to be a big kid forever. I want to be a big kid. It's good, and it also it, it it I think it's good for me because it makes me make the best work. I make the yeah. best work when I'm being a large child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Have you got any inspiration of other artists you really like? Um. Yeah. I so I've re I've recently. I mean, everyone bloody knows Charlie Harper. I um I've recently rediscovered him. Mm-hmm. I I found a book in a charity shop seriously you would die I used to have a coffee table book of all of his work but it was never in context mm. um and then I found this book in this charity shop and it's it's a book from 50s 60s oh. and it's basically an old like science book I think it's biology focused mainly and it's got all of these illustrations that are like his like classic stuff but presented in context and suddenly I fell in love with it again and that's that yeah. again that was all like minimal graphic bold yeah. playing with shape abstracting form and that's lovely there's a particular artist that I discovered from like a graphics collection that uh, one of our tutors had in his office that he'd rescued from the library which was getting thrown yeah. out I can't remember the name but it's kind of like quite classic 60s style like I went to an exhibition of posters recently mm-hmm. uh, it was a good I should say but they had a load of 60s travel posters mm. And again, just the way that they've like simplified form. And it, again, it's playful and it's a bit silly. Um, and I just think it's, it's nice. I'm trying to think of anything. There's, there's, an, there's an artist called um, Emma Carlo, who I met through what a maker's market that I did at Christmas when I was trying to pay the bills when the workshops weren't happening. That's why I was doing portraits because I didn't have my bread and butter job. How did it go? Uh, what the market or yeah. the, 
it was good it was good um it paid my bills for a month and a half which was great especially for London but I'm not doing it again it was uh you're churning stuff out again it got I was and I was like oh this is exactly what I didn't want to do I'm churning stuff out again but it was it was just necessary to pay the bills for Mm. COVID you know just took away my but again it gave me another kick to sort of be like remember why you're doing this remember what the purpose you're focusing on this sometimes I think you need to do a bit of what you don't want to do to get that feeling again to like kick you up the ass again you know but yeah I can't think there's any there's yeah there's no there's not really any like modern illustrators that particularly go crazy for oh there's one called I really I really admire the sort of ballsiness but like there's as a low low coal I think I think there's another one as well that's similar to local, but again, they're so simple. Almost like they've got a load of like cut out, like like they could have a load of like these are some bits from the, these are old stencils, but mm. like they can have like three of those and they've made an image. But it's it, but it's exactly what it's supposed to be. Um, it's just so. I think I, I hate it. There's something about being a middle-aged man that's mm. sort of being like boom, 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 done. There's something classic about it and there's something just annoyingly a bit smart it's just <laughs> clever it's clever design and yeah. who, doesn't, who doesn't have clever design you know yeah um yeah i don't think it's anybody else that really so, do you think your medium is gonna be always like uh, paper and scissors i think so yeah i think so it just feels something about i think because i spent you know like those four years making products out mm. of things something switched I mean I did a bit of collage when we were at uni and when I sort of first came out of uni but I was still sort of working out what I was doing but something about like I just needed to make something with my hands what's what's your process then so I'll do a quick sketch like a thumbnail Mm -hmm. um and then I'll start to play with paper basically so I might either I might have some pieces already painted I've got a big dresser there that's like full of bits of paper Mm -hmm. and I've got like a big there's a box behind the com- computer they can't see it. it's like a sewing box with all my little scraps in it's organized by color but I'll sort of play off that with the thumbnail and sort of get the basic shapes down and I might sort of try and pick a couple of colors and a couple of textures and sort of like yeah. base it around that and then when I'm happy I'll sort of just give it a quick rough glue down and it depends what it's for Mm-hmm. So say so when I was planning the bench, I did it all quickly in just two sheets of like your basic colored paper and then scanned it and then fiddled with it on Photoshop, sort of like maybe that there, maybe that there, maybe like something else here. And then if it's for, say it was for like, I mean, I haven't done the editorials yet, but say it was for an editorial, mm-hmm. I would say make something pretty much all in collage, mm-hmm. but scan it in clean it up done move things around if I need to it's yeah. a there's an there's elements of what I used to do back when I used to sort of because I used to sort of have collage elements drawn elements I used to scan them all separately and then be able to move them around I want to get to the point the point where I can just draw online mm. online like draw script draw straight into photoshop and have scanned textures and sort of recreate it digitally completely mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite I think I need an element of there's something about cutting and there's something about physically making something that I don't know if it's me but there's something I think something gets lost when you just do it digitally so I'm sort of I'm starting to sort of try and simplify it a little bit because I know that if I'm doing stuff for say say I do have like a quick editorial or something I'm going to need to do it faster than I'm doing it now mm. only because you know I'll sort of fiddle a bit with textures and stuff whereas if I can get just a flat paper and then I can add the textures in separately so the base shapes are yeah. so I did like a, a sort of poster for a friend recently for an event that was just sort of get your base colors in your base textures in and then I built in the textures mm. on Photoshop because then I could sort of yeah you know elevate it a little bit but without and then edit it faster yeah um but yeah so I'm still I'm still sort of working out the intricacies because it's 
changing for different projects and different applications mm-hmm. but yeah but this is why I sort of say like you know when you say you've been doing it two years I'm like no I haven't I've been doing it like <laughs> a couple of months realistically yeah. because, yeah, um, we've got the pandemic in the middle of it so it's like yeah. it's like a time is what uh, is time at the moment it just goes by so quickly um has has it really impacted your work then being on a lockdown all the time and things like that um it's yeah I mean it obviously it, it took away my bread and butter job of the workshops for basically most of last year which was horrible thank god I'd saved and mm. you know did you not try to do something by the post I did, yeah. I tried to do. That was a bit of a failure, to be honest. I was, I was, I was given a bit of a push as well. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend was like, because he's 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 quite good with. He's also self-employed, but he does something quite different. And he was like, you just got to give give stuff a go, give stuff a go, give it a try. Got an idea, give it a go. So I gave it a go. I'm not business-minded. I'm not very good at promotion, mm. and realistically, I realised that to make it work mm-hmm. I would have to I would basically I learned I was like learning how to edit videos which I've never done before mm. properly or I did a bit when I was at my uh product design job but like yeah. in a very different way yeah you just you can't run a you can't run a workshop to camera it just yeah. doesn't really not, so it was basically not... um it was a basically you would receive a pack of material and then yeah. online, everybody would do some sort of uh, pro- paper project with you, wasn't it? Yeah, it would be, but I tried to make it very mixed with like, so we'd sort of, I was trying to keep it eco-friendly as well, sort of, I was almost trying to sort of recreate a, the version of my old job, how I wanted it to be. <laughs> okay. But as a one-man show, yeah. uh, with no budget, and uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was, I'm glad that I tried it out. It was definitely a bad idea. I think if I had maybe more of a business mind, then I could have made it work. Yeah, I mean, I would have had to sort of take out the eco-friendliness or the like an element of creativity, and I'm just then that's just not me. So, tried it and it's fine. At least you tried. So exactly, exactly. I'm really glad I tried it because I did learn from it. That that didn't happen. I you know I wouldn't have come back to do the workshops maybe, and then I wouldn't have gone you know this is actually really like this it's exhausting you know working with with kids is exhausting but it's it it gives me so much back into my own work um Mm -hmm. in so many ways that it's just it's just good it's worth it I'd miss it without I think yeah Um, I know when you started to create illustrations again you did this uh, online competition on Instagram how did it go did it help you to promote your work more or uh, um, well like some giveaway stuff then yeah when you did the competition I don't know how many pictures you gave away I think it was about five was it yeah we gave away about five yeah about five they were just prints as well they weren't originals or anything no um I don't know I think that's more for it's when I was trying to sort of have a go at the market thing and I was yeah. sort of playing that as an idea and seeing if it felt right. I know that some people find it really sort of productive. I think because I, I got, I like, I got a load of new followers and stuff out of it. And it was, um, it felt like a good thing at the time, but then I was also just like, my heart wasn't in it. And I, you know, when you're sort of trying to push for a thing and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I've got a load of new followers, cool. Or like, you know, I had a couple of sales because somebody wanted to win it and they didn't win it, so they bought one. But then when you still feel sort of like, well, why am I doing this? Yeah. Then it's like, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it was effective mm. in terms of a couple of sales that had sort of ticked me over, but it wasn't effective in terms of the route that I wanted to go down. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, you just kind of tried it, didn't you? And find yeah. out it wasn't for you, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you have to try like the little side routes, don't yeah. you? Really, to sort of go, oh no, no. Mm. Especially when it's sort of you see everyone else on Instagram, kind of being like yeah. doing these little side hustles as well. And you're like, oh, I should do the side hustle as well. Everyone else is doing the side hustle. <laughs> um, but 
just not my side hustle. So that's, you know, yeah. you know, you were talking about your bench project. How did they find your work? Yeah, so I it was something that I applied for. So I had a uh, illustration mentor for a little while, and he's he's really helped me out actually. Um, just sort of giving he works for us, and he doesn't have an agent or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like his main his main gig. It was through somebody that I'd known through the workshops she has a you know and you sort of don't know who somebody is and it's like oh you're a CEO of a company that you founded there's a creative company oh you run a mentorship scheme yes I would like to do that (laughs) yeah so he's been sort of giving me a bit of guidance sort of like give me a push out to sort of like push my work a bit further he just he happened to be looking for stuff and happened to see it and sent it over like I think you should apply for this together a presentation application and obviously I hadn't done any mural work before or any bench you know any sort of public art before and so I sort of mocked up I suppose I sort of applied the same rule that I did before like prove you could do it quickly and so I mocked up sort of an estimation of what I might do on the final piece if I won it and sort of uh talked a lot about why I wanted the project because it was I think I think I think my enthusiasm came through of me sort of being like oh, a project that isn't going to sell something. Yes. So I think that they they liked that. So yeah. So I got shortlisted and then I and then I won one of the places. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. I was I felt really lucky, but I also felt like I sort of really put the work in for it too, which yeah. was just like oh, vindication. Yeah. yeah were applying for galleries so how did that go actually because uh there's a podcast i listen to it's a podcast for printmakers and every episode is about a different thing how to promote yourself or how to work on your statement and one mm. of them was actually about how to approach a gallery and um mm. when i was listening to it i was like oh this is such a hard work and it just reminded me you because you were going to approach some galleries and uh, oh, I wonder how Jenny is getting on with the gallery <laughs> so how was that experience for you um so I, yeah I approached a couple of people particularly there was a couple of one in particular I remember that I was like oh, I'm sure I'm going to get into this one because there was one I think we spoke about it at the time that I was really excited, I really liked the gallery, it was quite close by, and um, they were really pushing, that they were like supporting new artists and um, all this thing, so I applied to them, I didn't get, um, I didn't, they didn't take me on uh, because they said it was too illustrative. At the end of the day, somebody was like, well that's kind of a compliment because that's kind of what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, it was, again, it was back when I was sort of trying to work out whether I was trying to sell my work, or I was sort of on that like am I trying to sell my work am I trying to be an illustrator for yeah all the good things yeah it was a good push a little extra push into illustration but yeah so I didn't get it and then I just didn't hear back from the other people that I applied to Mm -hmm. and I spoke to an artist who I met through because I've done bits and bobs with like Dulwich Picture Gallery part like part volunteering part work Mm -hmm. and um she she does facilitation I think it was when I met her she does facilitation but she also like paints and she just sells her paintings mm-hmm. and she does some some of the sort of like like the other art fair and sort of like the big art shows that you see in London and stuff as well as sort of doing smaller galleries so I contacted her just sort of like yeah. hello any tips and she essentially said you know you have to be established to even be considered they're essentially taking they're taking your work yeah. and they like I don't know if they buy it but what like you know it's their commercial space Mm. and obviously if they put you in somewhere instead of someone that they sure is going to sell because they've got a track record of selling and a reputation almost like oh my god it's a so-and-so you know at the end of the day again they're a business that's just selling something put some feelers out and had a conversation and then concluded to sort of put it on the back burner Mm. slash the compost heap because I was like that's not right for me right now it might not ever be right for me it's definitely not the right thing right now seems like um, you explore roads of different paths to go in the last two years which is nice yeah more, it, more things you've done than I've ever heard from other illustrators to do like you you know you explore your 
going down the gallery part and work, going down to, I don't know, online or selling your own work through different yeah. ways, social media or uh, markets, then a pandemic in the middle of it, which is, you know, so hard for all the artists. So, yeah, I think it's been, it seems like you're doing really well. Getting there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's um, it's been yeah, like I said, like it's been a good journey, and I think if if I don't try out those things, I sort of wonder, mm. you know. But yeah, I'm feeling more like I'm heading in a particular direction now, especially like I, I found a a brief this morning that I'm really keen to explore, and I think I want to do more. I'm surprised, but I think I'm doing more community based arts, mm. like installation kind Ooh. of um, base things I can see um, good at that actually I think it would be it's something that I want to apply for that I yeah I just it could be it's like sort of based around um uh like sort of food poverty and uh yeah but I'll I don't want to talk about it in case I don't get anywhere near it but mm -hmm. it'll be like if I, I, if I do keep an eye on it could be really cool I just I just always think I'm just like oh could be cool and it's like it's like when you do one thing that you don't think you can do and then you see another brief so I've seen this brief that I wouldn't even considered being able to do and now I'm like maybe, maybe I could I could maybe maybe do that so I've got some sketches next to me and I'm gonna sort of think about how I can put together an application for it so I'm oh, looking forward to hear about that one more Fingers crossed. yeah yeah but obviously, it seems like every time you work really, very hard, you get it. So just do some little mock up and just bring it to them on a silver platter and say, Here you go, is your final. <laughs> now give me the job. <laughs> I hope you know. It's, 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 it's interesting because I think a lot of the time people forget to do things by their hand, especially in our, well, in my digital world of graphic design. Do your own thing in. It will work out. Seems like it. I think so. I think so. I'm finally learning to trust myself a bit more and uh, also not worry about where I'm headed. Because I think I worried for so long where I was headed. Do you get inspired by social media, seeing any work there or at all? Yeah, I think um, like when we talked about artists that I sort of look at before, mm -hmm. there's a couple that I follow. Like I think I mentioned Demi Carlo and uh, local like them them I know because of Instagram and that's where I see their work I'm not I don't really do Twitter I don't even know if I have live Twitter I should probably have a live Twitter account because I've heard that there's you can just get jobs on Twitter maybe I should just do that as well I'm trying to think of because I think the artists that I follow the majority of them I follow them because I like their ethos and their enthusiasm mm. like there's what there's a woman called like meg meg i think it's like meg fatherly she calls herself like princess meg like printing mm -hmm. um and she's just really enthusiastic about her work mm. um and kind of just like in almost kind of like aggressively resilient <laughs> um, and i'm like yeah okay then yeah woo. like our work is very different but i'm just like yes and then there's um there's a painter, I can't remember her name, Emily something. She's again, she like her painting is almost verging on insane. Yeah. But again, she's just having a really good time. It's almost like with the kids though. It's it's almost yeah. like it's another it's another version of the kids. She's just like she's so colourful and her work is quite childlike. And I think it's quite similar because it's just sort of, she's just like, made this, ha 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 ha. It's fun though, isn't it crazy? I don't know, I like it. And then, but she sells. <laughs> and it's just like, but just that enthusiasm, I think is really important and really good yeah. to sort of like, yeah, again, stop you taking yourself so seriously and just sort of like, I remind, because there's some days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to go and make anything. And then I've got to work later and I'm going the workshop and I don't really want to. I'm so what, at, the, at the moment, do you just do the workshops or do you have any day job as well? Because I remember there was a time you had like three or four jobs at the same time. Yeah, I think that's when yeah. I first moved to London. 
yeah that was when I was doing the nannying and the shop job and the trying to do the illustration as well my main job is the workshops that's how I like make sure that I can pay the bills and everything and that's how I make sure that I can afford the studio space and then anything on top so like that big commission for the bench recently that a nice earner <laughs> that's going to keep me ticking over for a little bit so I'm sort of my plan at the minute is to sort of keep keep the workshops ticking over so I do so I've got a main place that I do that on a weekday I do it every single weekday afternoon but then I also do every now and again I'll do I haven't done any actually post-pandemic mm-hmm. apart from one actually sorry but I do bits for like museums and galleries mm-hmm. um so that might be weekend stuff as well mm-hmm. um, but there's a, and then there's a, a company called Tea Dance for Little People. Mm-hmm. Um, do stuff in. Um, I was at Canary Wharf with them, dressed um, sort of like a scarecrow, and we were making uh, birdhouses. Oh, so right. uh, it's, it was great though because it was almost like she does stuff with like um, Lewisham Food Bank. So it's, and it's very it was like then it's like free stuff to the community. So our, so it's great because I'm designing projects for her, mm-hmm. and then I go and run them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like my old job at Tucumbin Box. It's not profit driven. It's yeah. like purpose driven, which was which is like nice. So I wonder maybe a bit more of that. But yeah, so I'm just sort of my my plan at the minute is to keep taking over with these workshops, and then just keep applying for briefs that that, that tickle my fancy, and mm-hmm. sort of have hopefully a couple of big briefs a year, and sort of grow from that really and see what happens. Sounds good. Sounds like yeah. you know what you're doing fingers crossed I mean who knows because life's always throwing curveballs isn't it I'm going back to a normal life again so <laughs> trying to anyway yeah. well is there anything else you want to say I think we talked about lots of stuff actually yeah I just heard this like litter like tapping around the flat and I'm like I hope the little one's in a way yeah because I spoke I spoke to my mentor about it when I first I was like am I really naive to be like you know I want to these are the ones I want to do and then I thought and then what I spoke to him and he was like he was like no he was like you've got to he was like you've got people who who specialize in food illustration you've got people who specialize in he was like you're gonna carve out the people that you're the people that you work with and people that come back and work with you again so you know if you if that's the area you want to try and carve out try and you know, he's, he's like you probably won't get it 100 percent, at least you can get it a lot a lot of that you know okay good well thank you so much for your time thank you i hope i wasn't um you know rabbiting on too much no, no, I think that's good and insighting. It's nice to see how you made uh, different pathways and what you tried with your illustration. Because I generally was a bit like, oh, what, Jenny's not doing illustration? I don't think that's fair. <laughs> so it's nice to see more of your work. Um, especially on that bench, because that bench looks really nice when you see it, we can see it on your Instagram account. What's your name of the Instagram account again? Um, Jenny Cox artist. Anyway, thanks for this, and I hope it was yeah. helpful. And Thank I will you. Speak to you. All right, I'll leave. Uh, we'll be in touch. Or whatever I do with it. See you later. Good night. See you later. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. See you.